Hi gorgeous, welcome to episode number six with our amazing guest, the remarkable entrepreneur, Dr. Roy Martina. Hi, this is Dr. Roy Martina. You are listening to Heart Cells with Christine Slonsky. Enjoy. Here's in a nutshell what you need to know about Dr. Roy Martina. He is a holistic medical doctor and a world-renowned martial arts world champion. Yep, that's right, it's both. He has an eighth-degree black belt in martial arts and is a grandmaster. But that is just not everything. He also is the author of 86 books with numerous bestsellers, and he is a Hay House author. Today, he is a business in a game coach, and he helps entrepreneurs to become more successful. He has been teaching all over the world for the last 30 years and has trained more than 350,000 people and has collaborated with Deepak Chopra, Bruce Lipton, Debbie Ford, Jess Moheen, Peggy Dillon, Eric Pearl, and Professor Albert Ignatenko, just to name you a few. So let's dive into this interview. I am so excited to speak to Dr. Roy Martina today, and we definitely are going to cover how he has felt about sales, how he has strengthened his sales mindset into a sales success mindset, and yeah, how he got started from being a medical doctor to a business inner game coach. So let's welcome Dr. Roy Martina. Hey, gorgeous. So excited to have Dr. Roy Martina on. And you just had a, an insight of his amazing, amazing bio. So Roy, tell me, um, when you, know, you read your bio yourself, aren't you impressed? <laughs> well, you have to understand my story. When I was six, and I got a diagnosis of brain damage and, and the psychologist told my father and mother that they should not have any hope for me. And I was in that room and I still remember it as the day of yesterday that I took a decision that I was going to prove this psychologist wrong. So that's been my journey. I've been not only proving him wrong, but also everybody else wrong. And I've lived... I would say almost like three lives parallel to each other. Mm -hmm. So one is um, as a martial artist, I, I became a world champion. I have thousands of students. Second is a holistic doctor. I have helped many, many people worldwide. And, and the third is, I would say, an author and public speaker. So if these are my three parallel lives, all of them could be a full life on itself. So... Yeah. Uh, you know, some people only uh, have one life. It's already intense. And I'm doing three lives at the same time. So when I look at my bio, it's like looking at three people doing one life together. And I've been now adapting and changing because life teaches you more wisdom. So I went from hardworking with only one purpose to, to actually unconsciously prove myself now to, I would say, a more gentle, easier going person and looking more for the flow instead of the hard work. And then when I look at my, my uh, bio, I can see that evolution in there, that how I started, what I've done and 
who I've become on this journey. And it gives me great pleasure that I can share my experience with thousands of people in so many countries at the same time. And, it is, and, and because I'm a holistic doctor, and I now work also with entrepreneurs, because in my journey, I had to learn the commercial side of business. I believe part of the success is to know how to present yourself. And my, the most inspirational story I've ever read is of Jesus. And, and the story goes as follows, that Jesus started to preach and, and so on, but there were not a lot of people coming. There were maybe just small groups. So he knew he had to change his marketing. So then he started doing healing. And when he started healing people, now he had hundreds and thousands of people coming to him. So even Jesus understood marketing way back then. And that inspired me because when you're a spiritual person and you have a message to share, there's one thing you need to master as well, is how do I get that message in front of the people that would benefit from my story. And, and this is the one thing I'm teaching also to entrepreneurs right now. And that's why I'm so happy to be on your podcast because, you know, it could make a difference. Even if it make a difference to one person, it's already worth it for me. Yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And you have come such a far way. And, um, you know, when, when you started out, have you always been confident in selling your ideas or your services? Or was that something you actually really needed to learn and to shift your mindset? One of the most important things that I understood now is that most therapists and coaches and, and also some trainers, they are introverts. Mm. So if they, they would love to be in a room, give them a person, and they're fine. But put them in front of a crowd or they have to sell themselves, it's a total disaster. And mm. that's also the same for me. It was, I remember my first lecture that I was giving uh, when I started my acupuncture practice. I was so nervous. I was really freaking out. And if I was not a martial artist, I would run. I would tell you, I would run. Yeah. I hated to be in front of, of, of the public. And to sell myself, to sell my services, was the worst thing for me to do. And, and to learn how to do it in a way that it was, I would say, appropriate for the public and for myself has been a journey. And until I understood, and that's why I told the, the, the story of Jesus, that once I understood that I'm the messenger, it's not about me. It's not about my ego. It's not about who I am. It's about the message that I have to bring to this planet and the people I'm going to help. So that gave me the courage. Once I understood that when I fight that part of me to come outside, I'm doing it for the right reason. And the yeah. second thing that's really important, the, the, to come out, to become visible, has been the biggest personal and spiritual growth ever because it's going against everything I stand for. It's counterintuitive. It feels bad. It's not something you like to do. Let me talk about the things I love to talk about, right? Yeah. But not about selling or marketing or those kind of things. So even taking money from my clients, I couldn't do. So I would have a, a receptionist. I would send them to them and they will deal with the money so I could focus on what I was, I was doing right now. So that journey of becoming visible, coming out, 
was a much more important journey for my growth than the journey to become a holistic doctor or to do whatever I'm doing. So, and, and I really want to stress that for a lot of the people that probably will be in your audience who will recognize being more the introvert, not the extrovert, that that bridge to develop your extrovert, uh, extrovert part is your biggest spiritual growth you will ever be able to do, to do it in a way that it corresponds with your integrity, with who you are, what you stand for. That's a real discovery. And I, it's something I would recommend to everyone on this planet who is not an extrovert and a natural salesperson, which we also have. And we're always jealous of them because we look at them and we just say, oh, I wish it was so easy for me. Yeah. And it's not. It never is. It, it, it will never become super easy, but you'll become more comfortable over time to go out and do it. And then also to be confronted with people who are not, you know, they, they are against anything. You, you, if anyone wants to sell something, there are always people who believe you shouldn't be selling. And there's always people who believe if you're doing anything on personal development or spirituality, it should be for free. So you get these kinds of, I would say, challenges as well on your path. And those are wonderful challenges to help you to grow, to become the most powerful self you can be. Yeah. Wow. Well, th that was so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'd love for people to see that, you know, those people we are looking up to, like with all the accomplishments that you have and um, the business, that it was a struggle to get there because from the outside, it looks easy. And there's, <laughs> there seem to be some natural salespeople, but for the most part, um, I, I, I have never seen like a natural salesperson that didn't put any effort and was just able to ask for what they wanted, the <laughs> amount they wanted with total ease. Um, so usually that is a skill that can be learned and yeah. that can be embraced. Absolutely. Um, and, and I think also one, one big part of, of that skill set is the inner work you have to do about your self-worth. You know, yes. and yeah, you know, uh, if you ask a little bit of money, okay, you can live with that. But when you realize the value you're giving to people, and that's where we often don't don't realize that. Uh, imagine a coach or a therapist; you are actually helping a person to transform their lives to another level, and that's priceless. There's no amount of money that can can do that. And if you put that into the perspective of let's say, or soul travels. We come to this planet to, to become the best version of ourselves, but we get stuck over and over and over. And that's why I, I, I see that when I did my research on how many times we on average reincarnate on this planet, we are over 400 times. And then if you know that this planet is kindergarten and you get stuck in kindergarten over 400 times, you know, it, it, oh, it really is it, it's <laughs> depressing. It's depressing. And part of it is that we don't learn our lessons. We get stuck in an uncomfortable comfort zone and we don't have enough pain to move out of it. We have desire to move out of it. But if I would look at the amount of money I invested in courses, not so much on, on my, let's say, my uh, profession, but in the other parts. So to become a speaker, to, to know about marketing, to know about sales, those were the most painful investments because it has nothing to do, at least that's what you believe, it has nothing to do with why you're here. 
you want to help people, you want to heal people, and now you're learning all these other skill sets that are necessary in order to help more people. But those skill sets you're learning are actually about your soul as well, because you have to become assertive, you have to believe in yourself, you have to know your self-worth. So by doing things that are not actually your job or your calling, you're actually supporting your calling because it's part of the equation. I call it the yin and yang of healing. You know, the healing is yin and the yang is going out and tell people or allow people to know what you're doing. And especially in this time of internet, things have become totally different. On one part, easier, but on the other part, also we have more people now uh, claiming space, screaming, allowed becoming experts in a weekend training. So you're competing with a lot of experts that don't have even the same experience as you do. But maybe they have a better storytelling, maybe they have a better way of marketing, maybe they're better in sales. So it's not always the good people that we see, you know, ex, you know exposing themselves on the internet. The good people, are still a lot of them are still hiding somewhere yeah. and yeah. are not coming out. And, and, and that's, that's a pity. That's really yeah. one of the reasons why I love these kind of conversations to see if we can help them to make those steps they need to make. Yeah, that's that's why I created this podcast because mm. I wanted to pe for people with those amazing gifts to mm. actually shine and to show up for the other people that need them. And um, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. You have this amazing program, mm. um, Kickstart uh, of for the Kickstart of the year. Mm -hmm. So um, it's even in three languages: German, mm. English, and Italian. So wow! Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, because January is right um, on the corner, right. and um, the program is in February. So if you want to check that out, go to www.crystalline.com. And I'm also linking the, um, the link that you can choose into the show notes. So you have a place to go. When you go to christineschlonsky.com slash podcast, you find all this information. Mm -hmm. um, so, Roy, one, one question I would have regarding that shift uh, in your mindset. So when you figured out that you can't get your message into the world, if you keep hiding and keep avoiding sales, um, where did you actually start to do that mindset shift? Because for mm -hmm. so many people, it feels so heavy and difficult and not even doable. Like where, where can people start? Well, I think everything starts, number one, in, in, in your mind, your mindset. It, it starts with understanding that we, we have skill sets that can be learned. And it's not like a lot of people believe some, a lot of things are gifts. Yet there's some people who are natural easier for them, like an extrovert will be natural easier to do, to do sales. Uh, but if you're an introvert, it doesn't mean that you cannot develop your extrovert side. That's what I had to do. I had to, to, to go against my own, uh, let's say, feelings and develop another side. Because I realized in my practice that if I don't go out there and explain what I'm doing, number one, uh, people will not come. You know, of course, you have word of mouth, which, which is great. But I don't have the patience to sit in a practice for one year before my practice is going to be very successful. I want to start right away. So for me, time, uh, you can only spend it once. 
right? So, and one of the tricks that I've used in the past also is to offer people the first half hour for free so we can see if we are a match for each other or not. And we would have like what I call uh, patients appreciation days in my practice where they can bring friends and families. We share stories of healing and those kind of things. So you start first with very little small um, with telling your story. I think this is very important. And as a therapist, we often make the, the, the mistake that we want to tell people we can help everyone, you know. And when you say that, uh, you don't get the right people to come because people want to hear specifically that they can be helped. So everyone who's watching or listening is always asking, what's in it for me? What, what can I get out of this? So one of the things I always tell therapists to do is to first choose an area of your practice that you really enjoy, that gives you a lot of passion or gives you the best results. For example, in my case, it was allergies. I, I could guarantee most people with allergies that they can get almost 100% cure, but the world has to know it. So once I went out, I got publication magazines and so on and so on, people start to come with busloads and then, and then word of mouth begins. And then nowadays we have two types of, of, of marketing. One is offline and you have online. And uh, now everybody is moving online. Sometimes it's smart again to move offline to, for example, start doing little lectures just for, for your, your clients and they can bring friends and you explain certain things that you do. You, you rent out a space maybe for 30, 40 people. You start talking, you start learning and you start making offers to the people like you know like most practitioners make the mistake also that they sign up people for just one appointment which is no commitment it's better to say hey listen what i did in my practice was people will get 10 treatments and after 10 treatments there will be one session for free evaluation and we would look what did we achieve in these 10 treatments what are the next steps we need to make in order to get where you want and 50% of the people may be already uh, done. And then, then you have a closing, uh, let's say, session. And for the other people, it might be explaining what still needs to be done. So it is just in integrating these little steps into your practice. And the other thing is to become visible also on things like Facebook or Instagram, where you're telling your story. And you can tell stories of your clients that you were successful in helping. And, and so these are the little steps that, that we have to make in these times that we can go outside and step-by-step step become also more skilled at our extrovert side, which means sales and marketing. Hmm. Yeah, so, so true. So do you remember the very first thing that you've ever sold in your life? <laughs> uh, if it's outside of, um, let's say, a practice, the very first thing I ever sold was my martial arts training. Oh, and okay. I was then still um, 19 years and it was a black belt and I just started my own uh, first school. And in that time we had to give a demonstration. So you, you, you put a little advertisement in, in the newspaper, free demonstration. And I, I knew and I loved working with kids for many, many reasons, because kids are so, number one, adorable and cute, and, and they're still so easy to form and to give them self-esteem, courage, and stuff like that. So 
uh, I first time I started, I invited kids on uh, to come and I give with them a little class and I really showed the parents how happy the kids were to, to you know, get lessons from me. So that was my first time when I did some marketing and sales and then they had to sign up. And then I came up with the idea, you have to sign up at least for three months, things like that. So I started early on. And with martial arts, it was easier than when I became a doctor. Uh, it was, yeah. Yeah, once I became a doctor, it was much more, it required more courage than martial arts to go out there, especially because I was an acupuncturist and that was new at the time. And a lot of, there were a lot of negativity about it. There were Christians and religious people said it was the work of the devil, all those kind of things you had to deal with. And for me, that was the real time that was really totally stressed to give a lecture about acupuncture. And then I was so nervous that even my teeth were like rattling. I was like, I was like, like yeah. having real, really, really like cold and, and then my teeth was going like that. I had to go to the toilet like a hundred times and, and nothing is coming out. And then the people were coming in and I was getting more and more nervous and I didn't know how to start. So it was a nightmare, but you know, thanks to martial arts, I knew I had to do it and I had to have the courage, even if I was afraid. And, it was so amazing that in the end, people gave me an applause. I thought that was awful, but the people were so happy to get some information. And I had brought my, my agenda there so they can sign up for an appointment right away. So I was booked for the next three months. And that reward was worth it. And, and that gave me the courage to go back again and to do it over and over again until it became like an uncomfortable comfort zone. I still yeah. when I give a, a speech, I, I noticed in my body that, that there's still some of that nervousness. And with me, I noticed that I go to the toilet and nothing comes out. I say, okay, I don't have to pee, but I feel like I have to pee. And, and now I know in acupuncture, the bladder meridian is uncertainty, it's insecurity. So that's why you feel like you have to go, but you don't have to go. So that's still there, but I know it's a good sign. It's a sign that I care, that I really want to do my best. It's a sign that is important. It's a sign for me that, you know, it, it might never become easy, but I am motivated to do it and I will never give it up. I mean, it, it has become my passion to teach because when you see people transform, that's even more priceless than money. You get paid for it, but to see the transformation is really the reason why we do this. And, and But on the other side, we need to be, able to take care also of the money part because that's very important to really uh, be able to live a life that's comfortable especially when you give so much so you need you really need to find that balance and what i've learned over the years that what we ask compared to what the normal doctors uh, are you know charging for service it's nothing we, we what we ask is nothing compared to regular medicine and once you understand that you feel more comfortable of asking a, a better price because you, you trust yourself. I, I think self-trust is everything. You have a gift, you have a, a skill set, and you know you have to go out now to let people know that you're there and what you have to offer them. And in this time, it's more important than ever. Gorgeous. What a beautiful example that Dr. Roy just shared with us from his 
personal experience, not liking sales, not wanting to ask for money, having actually people ask for him to being now totally confident and knowing his value and the value he brings to the world and how he shares his amazing gifts with all of us. If you want to get more of a personal experience, you need to check out the kickstart that he offers for the next year at crystalline.com. Check it out. See if the program is for you because it helps you to become more congruent with all of your ideas and to actually have a wonderful 2019 where you are not in your own way. So this is one of his really, really successful programs at, um, delivered in three languages, English, German and Italian. So I hope you have a look and you tune in if this is in alignment with you. I'm really excited. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Roy Martina, for being on the show. And you gorgeous, you can start today by shifting your sales mindset into a sales success mindset. Just hop on over to christineschlonsky.com and get your sales journaling prompts. They are waiting in the success library for you. And you can just download the PDF and start journaling today, creating your new reality where sales is fun and money is flowing to you because you're delivering such amazing value that the money is just the energy exchange. Have fun, enjoy, and tune into the next episode where we will continue the amazing interview with Dr. Roy Martina and you will find out so much more. Have a wonderful day and bye for now.